Hey. Ciao. How you doing, Eric? Well, I'm doing just fine, my man. I'm uh, slowly trying to get into the holiday spirit here. Tis the season. What are you doing? The to, season. What are you doing again to the holiday spirit? Uh, let's see. Well, I'm uh, burning this nice uh, candle here, uh, getting to the spirit with that. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Not much else. It's a uh, it's a Grinch uh, type Christmas over here at the uh, at Eric's household. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds like you're not doing much else than you would on a normal week. Yeah, well, you know, uh, having a Christmas tree when you are living alone and not planning to see anybody is pretty depressing. So, you know, I opted for a nice scented candle uh, from, you know, Blue Chip by Rito. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I might even, you know, mix it with my new room spray from Aesop mm. and create sort of like a chic uh, flamethrower. yeah (laughs) you don't if you don't burn your house down you'll have some of the one of the probably one of the best smelling christmases absolutely yeah um yeah i don't know uh buying a tree these days i don't know if i can just deal with a mess you know and i don't Mm -hmm. i don't really have room for one i'd rather just keep it um keep my lush green plants you know keep them thriving in the space that they already have and mm-hmm, not crowded mm-hmm. with uh with some pine mm-hmm. and i don't want to introduce any competition I, I give my monseras and my birds of paradise plenty of love on the daily and bringing a new a new something up new pine into the house is just i, I don't think it would work with their energy yeah we're mixing biomes now we're mm-hmm. we got like different cultures of um of plants and that's i don't know i don't know if that's good mm-hmm <laughs> I, I realize the tropical plants are the invasive species here. So mm-hmm. having them mingle with our more natural, our pines and our spruces could, uh, it could be detrimental to our environment. So that's a big no, no me. I use a, a faux, a faux tree, a non-denominational holiday tree. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so no cleanup at all, or, or what are you thinking? You just, you just grab it, you break it into a few different pieces, and then you squash it before it goes in a box till next year. It's a super simple cleanup. Wow. It's, not, it's not unlike a sandwich artist wrapping your sandwich up at the end of, end of the preparation. They just, <laughs> they just grasp it with both hands, give it a big squeeze, chop it in half, and then uh, just kind of tie it up with some paper and shove it in a bag. That's almost literally what I do. Mm. so uh much like a real tree when it leaves pine needles everywhere um you know when you uh chomp down on that bmt and there's like lettuce flying around Mm -hmm. uh and like tons of remnants kind of sitting at the bottom of that paper uh Mm -hmm. it's kind of uh like a realism uh aspect of ordering a subway sandwich it probably it might be the most fresh part about it Mm-hmm. If you hit up Subway this season, it might be the most uh, like Christmassy thing you do this year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, can't guarantee that it smells quite as good, but still, still good choice. Well, that's okay. You carry, you carry the sense. You, you are the yeah. mayor of Smelltown. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, holiday season this year has been pretty regular um except for the fact that you know we're all waiting on this coveted uh vaccine drop mm-hmm. yeah um, santa's gonna come through with that right yeah waiting for santa to draw my name in this uh raffle 
so I can survive. And um, yeah, if it goes much, if it goes at all, like any other year or any other like raffle I've entered, then I'll lose very badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have wasted my time. Yeah, um, you stood in many, many a lineup outside an Adidas store, haven't you? For a coveted, um, coveted footwear raffle. Not in a very, very long time, my man, but uh, I can't say that I have very good memories of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the new, the new Urbanites, Urbanites camping trip is to pitch a tent on a shopping <laughs> district street corner. <laughs> yeah, living nomadically, but on various uh, Granville shops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? What are you doing other than uh, assembling your Christmas tree to be in a holiday spirit? Well, uh, December is always a month of reflection, as you know, mm-hmm. as we close out this uh, real roller coaster of a year. I've been thinking a lot about uh, the highs and the lows, uh, particularly in regard to Subway. <laughs> How about you? You, you do <laughs> any reflection? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not much of a Spotify user, but uh, I did get the Spotify wrapped email um and you know i haven't listened listened to much on my actual spotify account because i'm more of an apple music kind of guy i i I prefer you know superior apps um but i did check it out for this anchor podcast that we run um and some pretty interesting stuff in there yeah we got Um, some good good stats for our pod uh spotty's really been uh throwing us a bone putting us in their algorithm lately so uh shout out to all the newest listeners that found us via an algorithm thank you yeah for I taking mean, a chance yeah i mean we always knew that you breadheads would like our podcast but now spotify also thinks that you you may like this mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> um what kind of stuff have you been reflecting on sir i've been thinking about uh just where i want my life to go where i want this podcast to go be this podcast being the uh maybe most pivotal part of my life right now <laughs> um truly life-changing <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is. And, uh, <laughs> having some recognition <laughs> from Spotify definitely helps. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah um, just uh, the best moments and the worst moments of the year and who I want to be in 2021. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of worst moments, um, I think that's really inspiring, Ty. But why don't we do our own version of a Spotify wrapped, uh, perhaps a Spotify unwrapped as we unwrap the sandwich that is the mm. fresh podcast and we, maybe we should unwrapped. dive in. Yeah. Maybe we should dive into um, maybe our most ordered sub. Okay. Um, should we start with that? What, what do you, we haven't been to subway in like several months. Um, so this is really just like January, February st- statistics. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still, we can work with that because we hit subway many a time in January, February. We might be yeah. 30 for 30 in a month. 30 for 30. Um, so yeah, okay. what is your uh, your most ordered sub? Uh, it's difficult to remember, but <laughs> I think it would be safe to say that my most ordered sub of 2020 was the falafel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's niche. It's basically secret menu. I wouldn't be surprised if most of the listeners have never tried the falafel. Uh but for those who haven't, it it looks like a like a puck of just frozen elkadooki. <laughs> I literally uh, didn't know it existed until you told me about it. 
Mm-hmm. And all of the grass grazers, all the vegetarians know about the falafel. It's it's kind of the the in crowd knows what's up. Hmm. If yeah, you're like sa- a liberal salad Democrat, tosser Thai, <laughs> you know. Yeah, salad tosser Thai pulls up to the subway and is like, "Yo, what do you got for for salad tossers like me?" <laughs> mm-hmm. All you meatarians are too busy salivating over the chicken bacon ranch and all those beautiful pictures on the menu. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. me and the rest of these uh. Uh, veggie veggie boys are peeping the corners of the menu because we know that's where the uh, the real gems are. They hide they hide in the corner, <laughs> and that's where the falafel be. But it's great. It's um, uh, aside from just like a hint of cumin, its flavor is almost non-existent, and texturally <laughs> texturally it's not much different than just like a blob of like wet sand. So mm. um, this neutrality makes the for me the falafel. It makes it the perfect foundation for exploring other ingredient combinations. It's a it's just a really good base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can attest to that. Definitely is um, one of the best veggie options if you're a uh, salad tosser like Thai. Um, yeah, it's like enough substance to make you full, but it's not the crooked uh, or cursed veggie patty that makes you feel sick after. Mm-hmm. Because the discs are quite small, even if it's frozen, both the veggie patty and the falafel are frequently frozen. I've broken a few teeth biting into these um but because the veggie patty is a smaller disc or sorry because the falafel is a smaller disc it thaws faster so <laughs> by the time you get to that second six six inch you're you're eating on just like some nice nice creamy falafel i love that the teeth go um, right through it it's a really good dip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was my probably number one salad of or number one sandwich of the year uh, just based on memory, what about what about you, Eric? Did you uh, do you remember? Mm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I would be lying to our our listeners if I didn't say it was the BMT. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've talked about it many times on this um, thriving podcast, um, and yeah, it's just always come through for me for being like the saltiest of all of all sandwiches. Mm-hmm. You are um, a meat daddy, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, it's, it's got an, just enough personality, so you can't really make fun of me for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not unlike the ham or or the boring uh, turkey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's got it brings some heat. It brings a little bit of um, intrigue because the three meats together is a combination that not everybody understands. Yeah, absolutely. It's very complex in nature, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and much like you, you know. Yeah, and it's interesting en- enough, uh, I think, for, you know, for me to talk about. Because, like, if you think of, like, a foreign foreign country, like, cold cuts are really popular. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Europe, that's, like, very common. Um, in, like, a banh mi, even, cold cuts play a big role. So, it's, like, it's like really a uh, hidden gem. If you, it, It's, like, people wouldn't think to order it, but it is popular, so... Yeah, it's solid. I yeah, really I don't like know if that makes sense, but yeah, the, I think you the, get what the I'm trifecta saying. of meat is really nice. Uh, I like to akin the what what is the three meats? It's salami, pepperoni. <laughs> I wish I knew. We don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I noticed like all of all of Aesop's products, they always have three key ingredients. Like it'll be like geranium leaf, mandarin rind and uh, like bergamot <laughs> rind right and the, B- the bmt is kind of the aesop equivalent where it's just touting these three three meats that in perfect harmony create a flavor profile that eric cannot resist it's the siren song mm. of subway 
Is BMT just short for bergamot? <laughs> I think it's short for big meat tie. Holy shit. Um, okay, let's rapid fire some of these. So uh, next question. What's your most ordered sauce? Oh, my most, most ordered sauce. I would have to go with the Southwest sauce. I think it is so complex, the Southwest sauce. It's creamy, <laughs> it's spicy, and it's a little bit tangy. It is it's got this it's got that Aesop trifecta. What about you? Um, I'm gonna go with garlic oil. I don't know if that's cheating. Um, but it's like you add that and you almost don't need anything else in your mm-hmm. sandwich. You mm-hmm. can just go bread, bread oil. Mm-hmm. What I like about that is garlic oil is an up and comer, like best new artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, best new artist. Mm-hmm. Um, next question. Uh, which okay, this is not related to Subway, but which food item? got you through this pandemic oh what food item got me through this pandemic that's a tricky one because i haven't actually been able to visit subway and you know a a footy would have been my go-to answer typically but Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with sushi eric and i'm gonna tell you sushi because sushi eating freshly killed fish that like reminds (laughs) me of the freedoms that i once had the pre-pandemic freedoms wow. and not only that but sushi is always it's always plated very colorfully very playfully mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so that like warm that warm fe- fun feeling um is kind of the only like warm light in my life ever since like daylight savings time murdered mm-hmm. my afternoons and also it's fairly I, I like to think of sushi as like a more health healthy lunch or dinner option and so ever since the gr- great fall harvest has ended I haven't had uh, much fresh and yummy things to eat um, compared to like like the nutritionally depleted pasta and fine cheeses of that I constantly eat at home. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, um, and you're uh, you're like more of like a bowl guy mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like you know your regular day to day stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But that is relatively easy to make at home. So like when we stopped going out for lunch and stopped ordering bowls for lunch you were able to successfully replicate those at home. Mm-hmm. Sushi is like one of those things where you can't necessarily just like casually make sushi one day, like on a weeknight. It's almost mm-hmm. like you got to get the LP, uh, LP involved and like tag team it and like buy all the equipment. And, mm-hmm. like, a lot of specialty know, ingredients. Reserve, you need a black yeah, belt. Yeah, reserve like a Sunday to yeah. do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you probably need to watch a few YouTube videos to get it right. And I just don't want to commit that kind of time. Yeah, if you've never done it before, it's like a week of research and then like $200 of equipment, you know, because we don't use like cheap shit in the kitchen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, That's a fact. Um, and all and of that then, to yeah. still make a subpar California roll. That, like, I know, all, all to make a fucking <laughs> cucumber roll and you're like, fuck <laughs> this. Like, yeah. Your average Joe <laughs> Sushi restaurant up the street can do it better for three bucks, so... Uh, exactly. I've, I've really appreciated some fine sushi. I really go for the abiryoshi a lot when available. And um, uh, I do, I stu- still love a, a good poke bowl, which I like to think of as the um, North American interpretation of sushi. Mm, the deconstructed uh, sushi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's Hawaiian, no? It so is. Is Hawaii North American? I don't know if Hawaii is North American or not. It's Pacific. <laughs> yeah, it's like part of a country that's North American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mad- oh, Hawaii. Madness. 
Hawaii has managed to defy all categorization, making poke yeah. itself quite elusive. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's um, your What's your pandemic food, Eric? Oh yeah. Um, well, you you said it. <laughs> um, it's pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're um, a carb connoisseur like me. Yeah, more specifically, I would say spaghetti because, like, I I kind of learned how to cook. Uh, at the very very beginning of this pandemic like maybe a month before it happened um so that's where i started and it was like always it's always been like kind of my favorite food um and i kind of like subconsciously felt bad for always like paying like 30 dollars for a plate of pasta because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, i knew just how simple it was to make mm-hmm. um but yeah i think that's gotten me through it because you can make it in so many different ways and with very very few ingredients that's a fact like if you have like garlic tomato sauce you know some onions you can make like a really basic tomato sauce and you can just like build up from that um mm-hmm. so and yeah, re- it's really, really about quality of ingredient right like you get a nice asiago or a gouda or something and that could just make or break your pasta to get get those things right yeah exactly getting some nice cheese mm-hmm. um some good r- olive oil mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. tomato sauce mm-hmm. some rich boy noodles rich boy noodles Dude, these noodles I have are seven dollars per package. Wow, are they uh, <laughs> whole wheat? <laughs> uh, no, hang on, let me reference it real quick. Yeah, hit us, hit us with the with the packaging. So this is literally just like actually, it's all in Italian. So I, nothing's in English on it. Mm. It's just this Durham wheat semolina pasta. It's like the regular stuff, but I guess imported and tasty. Our like local uh, Italian spot. Pepinos uses them, so mm. I, I had to. I had to cop, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some yeah. good validation when uh, the nicer pasta restaurants in town are uh, have adopted the same noodles as you. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, cool. any, any more but, Subway unwrapped for me? Um, no, I think we were pretty much good. I don't know. <laughs> There's the thing I wasn't really talking about. <laughs> Sick. That's okay. I feel like that's enough reflection. Um, yeah. I want to bring this back to the present day. Now uh, we have a lot of subway breaking news and i i thought think it would be important to share that as as the go-to source of subway news it would be appropriate Mm -hmm. to share that with our our listeners hell yeah let's get after it the first uh big news a few days ago uh tiktok bro jimmy darts visited a subway location (laughs) and on a tiktok there he uh said no to everything on a sandwich but then he got every single sauce so that's been uh (laughs) really making news headlines even cnn has picked this story up so this dude this this dude has got like five hundred thousand followers um much like any other tiktoker who can't dance he's uh he makes a living by fucking with frontline workers so (laughs) i'll give you a breakdown of this video in true tiktok fashion 20 seconds long he enters the subway he says no to the meat no to the cheese and toasted no to the vegetables and when the artist Asks about the sauces, he says all of them with just this <laughs> complete confidence. And the artist has a very calm demeanor. Um, he applies about 15 sauces to the sandwich. And then this Jimmy Darts fellow takes it out to his car where he gloops it into his mouth and then starts to gag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And you just see it like squirt out the sides too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a squirter. I was really <sighs> impressed with the artist. After watching this video, uh, Jimmy Darth asked the artist if he would 
uh, eat anything or if he would eat that sandwich. And the artist said very calmly that he would eat something like it, which I thought was some po- politician level question dodging. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. very diplomatic answer. Mm-hmm. So to bring this back to Think Fresh, my question to you is, would you ever try this sandwich? 15 sauce, no veg, no meat sandwich, not even toasted. Oh, would I try it? Um, no, <laughs> simply. Um, hard no, hey? I think uh, it's just a hard no. It's like, I don't, yeah, I just don't see like any any benefit out of trying this. Like if I'm if I'm recording it and doing it for views, that's one thing, but I would never... Um, sacrifice my integrity like that on just for clicks you know uh which i think is like the craziest thing about tiktok it's like everyone's doing like wild dumb shit and just like looking like so stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> for for views and it's like it's like only fans it's like literally the two paths in life now it's like you're gonna be a tiktoker or you're gonna be on only fans you're either funny or hot uh, right that's that's yeah, they're funny or hot. <laughs> yeah, and all we want out of these two creeper paths is to be uh, wanted by the other uh, sex. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> both of which you're going to regret in a year um, mm-hmm. when this pandemic, when the vaccine finally drops. <laughs> mm-hmm. it Everyone's really... going to regret uh, their, <laughs> look their, back their chosen and... path. Yeah, like oh, shit. Yeah. Like I could have just got a real job. I could have done something yeah. with myself, but. Yeah, it is a loser move. It's it's basically uh, the lifestyle equivalent of clickbait. You're clickbaiting yeah, exactly. your own life, and uh, I think article. one will regret that. Hundred um, percent. So you're you're saying no, you wouldn't try it either. Well, I don't know. So I think, <laughs> okay, hear me out. Hear me out here. In its current state, it re- this sandwich really it really blunders the bread, and me no likey that. But I think there's an opportunity here to have this sandwich in a different form if you cut the sandwich into like one inch squares you got this little dippy thing for like cocktail hour Mm -hmm. so it's similar to breadsticks and dip now which i would never say no to and i can imagine Mm -hmm. wearing a tuxedo and having these at uh, an after work event talking about my private investments and charitable givings yeah, you might be onto something. Mm-hmm, but fifteen sauces. Fifteen sauces. It's a cocktail hour medley. Jeez, but at once though, or are you thinking like separate it out and then dip dip as you wish? I think it's a a, a mixture. It's not unlike you both spraying your Aesop room spray and lighting your Byredo candle at the same time. It's just a it's just a, a blend. Mm, got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I can see that working really well if you had just the marinara sauce, perhaps, with some garlic oil, mm-hmm. like, warmed up in the toaster, and then, like, bread toasted separately, and you just, like, dip that in. Like, that might be very good. Yeah, that that would be good. I think two sauces is always, always a good pairing. There's no two sauces that don't really play nice together. It's when you get into four sauce territory which i know you've done eric don't lie to the listeners and really with four sauces can you even taste the difference can you even pick out all four on the palate hmm it's a good question i don't know if it's about always picking out all four on the palate like like you're not going to pick up 15 sauces on your palate um but you are going to potentially mix the mayo with the hot sauce and create like a spicy mayo type vibe you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so is mm-hmm. that, at the end of the day, is that two sauces or is that one sauce? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. 
it really isn't 15 sauces even on this foot long that we're observing. This is one sauce. <laughs> it's one sauce. <laughs> wow. Damn. So this isn't even impressive. This is just a guy with a one sauce sandwich. That's that's boring. Yeah. Um, speaking of though, what's worse? Having 15 sauces on your no meat, no veggie sandwich or having uh, no sauce on your meat and veggie sandwich? Mm-hmm. This is a good question. What side of the spectrum would you rather fall on? See, I don't like to dry dog my sandwiches. I think that's, uh, it's not only a bad taste, but it's a bad texture. That, that'll cut up your mouth, especially if you toast your sandwich. Mm-hmm. 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 The wet and so, dry ratio is, is no-go. It's a no-go. No bueno. So, fellas, don't be doing that. However, a uh, sopping wet sandwich, that's, that's a sprayer, and I don't think we want that either. <laughs> mm, it's the Abella danger of subs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what, if I had to pick a side. I'm not sure how I could do that, Eric. It's a very difficult decision. I feel like Spider-Man at the end of the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, we may never know. Is mm-hmm. it the red pill or the blue pill? Mm-hmm. 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 So that's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe our the, listeners. Uh, I'd love better to hear left from listeners. Let's let's we'll put a <laughs> poll on on Instagram and we'll see we'll see what you guys have to say. <laughs> Into it. <laughs> okay. Um, what else we got, King? What else we got going on in the news these days? Yeah, uh, what else? Well, I recently read that Subway wants a seat at your next your next boardroom meeting. <laughs> big big waste trying to inch into into your <laughs> into your, uh, your company. Damn. <laughs> so what I mean by infiltrate that, the boardroom. They're trying to get inch, in the boardroom. Inch at a time. So Subway has um, partnered with an e-com player called Easy Cater, terrible name for a company, uh, to bring Subway lunches to more business meetings, more large gatherings. They want to own the catering game. So it's never been a better time to enter the large gathering industry, let me tell Um, (laughs) you. But I'm I'm quite interested in, in this move. Subway is moving away from the freedom of the individual into this socialist uh com- company pleasing world mm. wow so it's uh, no longer the capitalist your way um but the more socialist our way or the company's way mm, you are not a, you are not a hum- human you are simply a piece of this uh larger machine mm-hmm. you will get your share of four inches of the platter when it's delivered to the boardroom at lunch <laughs> so you know, you could do a one large giant sub, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. you know, um, or you could have like the subway, like, like platter thing. I think I've seen this before where mm-hmm. it's like four types of, uh, of like sandwich, right? You get like mm-hmm. all the basics, you get all the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. The platter is an interesting one because there is the illusion of choice on these platters. Uh, but because they are meant to appease everybody, like when the executive assistant <laughs> rings up Subway and tries to get a platter, they're not. Ex- that's not a time to experiment. They want to make sure they got people people pleasers and uh, can appeal to the most diet dietary restrictions. So they're getting the cold cut. They're getting mayo and mustard. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if they skipped the tomato. 
<laughs> Damn, it's not a crowd pleaser. I, I I don't know, man. I'm sure there's a lot of tomato allergies out there. Damn. Okay. Shit. So, so you know, they're allowing you to have uh, some control, but you know, in a very tight environment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so much like that that diagram of of the monkey we saw. Um, who's like on the computer mm-hmm. and there's like a reward reward juice mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're all just that monkey and you know when we do good we get mm, a sandwich treat yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nothing nothing <laughs> kills desi- a good design than um, democracy I, <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> holy shit imagine if your CEO was like fucking uh What's like what's uh, the Tiger Blood guy? Tiger King? No, the fucking uh, uh, fuck the guy who's like coked out the actor. Oh, uh, oh Charlie Sheen. Yeah, imagine if you're CEO Charlie Sheen, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let me get the fucking sweet onion, like, boom, get the mustard, uh, yeah, throw some green peppers, uh, and a veggie patty, and he just like makes a crazy like combination. I would like love to get times. Charlie Sheen's platter. There would be there'd be the meatball marinara on there. You've got some chicken bacon <laughs> ranch. He's you got all it's all signatures and none of them have the same veggies. <laughs> yeah. You know it's just like it'd honestly be hilarious and mm-hmm. fun. No? I th- I think so. I think that I think that's what you need. You only companies that have really, really assertive, like like high risk CEOs should be should be ordering <laughs> this sandwich. People that are risk takers, yeah. people that don't give a fuck. You need you need the Elon Musks getting the subway platter. But the unfortunate part yeah. is the, the the businesses that are going to be ordering these platters that are going to get this catering. They're the boring companies. They're they're the bad decision makers, the failures. We got the Wells Fargos, you know, the Monsantos, those kind of guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The Comcasts, yeah. the CenturyLinks, yeah. those kind of loser companies. Ugh that just were bad decision makers <laughs> amalgamate <laughs> wow yeah like the failing uh you know fucking new york times like uh hr sector yeah like that like, kind of vibe like i guarantee you like a boardroom at electronic arts or like vice media has without a doubt ordered at some point a subway platter yeah. i have no doubt in my mind i would put money behind <laughs> it Uber, oh, yeah, you right. think you think Uber gets like a like a specialty sandwich shop? No, nah, man, Uber gets Subway. <laughs> yeah, the type of uh, company that would do like a virtual Zoom happy hour, like they're ordering like the cold cut platter mm. for the team, you know. No, no choice for you. Um, but yeah, you're right. We need more founder energy, uh, you know, applying to these uh, platters. Like, how how much fun would that be? Like your CEO like crafted every sub for you. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. maybe maybe it wasn't even like a platter he's like just bought like 10 footlongs and like made his own platter mm-hmm. and was like okay guys this one over here is like for my veg heads and it's like the falafel i made a falafel shawarma sub mm-hmm. and then like oh we got the uh parmigiano chicken parmigiano sub over here for my mm-hmm. meatheads mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like everything's like fully bespoke and like off menu and like very creative mm-hmm. like, off I, would, menu. I would i would appreciate mm-hmm. that i would like, too that's like a Kanye West, like Kanye orders like um, a platter for his like Calabasas like team, you know, that's mm-hmm. like the kind of energy I want. Yeah, you know, Ye isn't just getting some turkey breast. No, he's, he's yeah. going off menu. And exactly. what, what really resonates with me, Eric, about this idea is that 
I firmly believe that a company is it's the like art the articulation of a company is the values and like dreams of a CEO or founder. It is just mm-hmm. that founder's dreams in reality. So the culture mm-hmm. of that company, the people of that company are all a reflection of that. So when he goes and he puts that order in or his or her executive assistant puts that order into the to the artist, uh, mm-hmm. they the sandwiches that they create are also a representation of that company. So you're like four inches of steak and cheese with green peppers and Southwest sauce. That's your company in a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brand of sandwich that represents yeah, that- your that fucking sandwich Monsanto. is paying your salary. Yeah, exactly. That little four-incher is paying your salary and feeding your family. So you better respect that that melted cheddar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's it's true. So so when you're like when you're sitting at work for the <laughs> breadheads that work a corporate gig, if, when you're like in the boardroom at like Fox Entertainment Group or Equifax or wherever you work, and you're you're mowing down on that four inches of of just boring old turkey breast think about what this represents for your company think about (laughs) how they treat you and what they how they value you and what they think they are because that sandwich that in those four inches you can tell you can tell exactly who they think they are Mm -hmm. yeah the uh the inches chico they never lie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you can't so yeah it's the ultimate lie detector yeah truth serum in a sandwich exactly you gotta be making some hard decisions when your boss pulls up with that cold cut mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and it might be a good time to bow out yeah even if you even if you catch them like eating a personal sized 12 inch you know you just take a quick peek at what he's eating and you know make a judgment call because i don't know if you can trust the guy who gets no sauce or you know willfully mm. goes for the turkey you know mm-hmm. the best part about a subway sandwich is you don't even need to get under the bread to figure out what's in there just do a <laughs> scan of the the paper you'll pick out a, <laughs> a single thing of lettuce you'll get half a tomato slice there a glob of sauce mm-hmm. you can piece that thing together immediately no autopsy needed mm-hmm. yeah um you might also witness like a specific brand of psychotic behavior if you see your ceo like ordered olives but then like manually pick them out or something <laughs> that's a red flag for sure guy, <laughs> <laughs> this guy can't make decisions yeah you need someone who can commit to their decisions who can steer, <laughs> yeah. steer the ship in a meaningful direction mm-hmm. and if you see a neatly folded um you know six by six um paper envelope with like two to three cookies in there then mm-hmm. you know you got a guy who's uh got a heart Mm-hmm. You're getting a Christmas bonus. That's a fact. Yeah, it might be in the form of a uh, hot chocolate cookie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this week in Canada, <laughs> Subway just released the hot chocolate cookie. They did it for uh, get this, Eric, <laughs> National Cookie Day, which was on December fourth, in recognition of National Cookie Day. These guys love the National Days. They they eat that shit up. No pun yeah. intended. Shit, man. It's hard times out here. I think, uh, you know, there might be a correlation between this and, like, the increasing suicide rates. Mm. We have uh, all these, like, bullshit holidays, like National Cookie Day, that Mm. uh, (laughs) companies are making up so they can invent new flavors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think there needs to be an excuse to come out with a hot chocolate cookie. It's cold outside. 
it's already there's already another holiday coming up that people are thinking about that should be a big enough wave to ride to get a hot chocolate cookie to market mm-hmm. i mean we, we kind of we already leaked the uh holiday surprises for uh, the uk mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. for for christmas but you know i didn't see uh anything for canada so this might be canada's opportunity now this to... is their their one and only their one and only uh christmas themed meal <laughs> Uh, chocolate baby if, if to the breadheads if you haven't caught it yet episode 38 the 12 inches of christmas ty and eric break down all of the uk's <laughs> 2020 christmas <laughs> menu offerings including a pig in the blanket sandwich mm-hmm. among other things check it out <laughs> oh boy i feel like our you know the marketing teams of the globe have just thrown in the towel all simultaneously <laughs> they're definitely not talking to each other let me tell you that <laughs> like over here in canada we have a chocolate chip cookie with some gooey marshmallow bits and over there they have a pig in the blanket <laughs> yeah. like, totally oh, different worlds <laughs> like i want to see what those meetings are like like you know in between them like scratching their like balls they're like fuck man like what do we do this year (laughs) 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 like just like giving up like fuck it do we work at subway who cares let's just drop this goddamn hot chocolate cookie it's crazy why don't they just let me decide what the christmas sandwich is they always do this too (laughs) they do sub of the day well whatever whatever i order is the sub of the day assholes yeah is it my way or fucking big subs way pick one yeah like so it's so contradictory like why are you i saw this ad the other day it was like for frank's red hot mm-hmm. uh, hot sauce it's like the spicy buffalo chicken sub mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I saw well, that too. like i can already get that i can get the chicken and then add hot sauce to it mm-hmm. they want me to get fired up about this sandwich well i'm fired up that they're trying to get me to make it <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly just give me the ingredients and let let daddy get to work yeah, it's not Frank's, it's Ty's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Ty's way. Ty's hot sauce. Yeah. Ty's red hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hop in the um, tea wagon. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, it's looking like another Grinch Christmas for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, shitting on Subway. <laughs> yeah, it's a love-hate relationship. Hot and cold, if you will. Truly. Uh, toasted and untoasted. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you, I sincerely hope you can brick a six pack box of these hot chocolate cookies and make, make your lonely tree free Christmas a little, a little bit better. (laughs) Yes. I'll, uh, I might even roast some, roast some marshmallows over this, um, diptyque candle Mm. and, uh, you know, maybe smoosh that marshmallow down with two hot chocolate cookies. Mm, mm. yeah i'm salivating at that although it, mm-hmm. it might be poisonous i'm not sure I'm not sure what they put <laughs> in those burrito candles yeah true i don't even know if it's natural wax yeah is this shit even hand poured <laughs> I, I think i think that is i think it's definitely hand poured um but yet to know about the lasting effects of burning one every day for an entire pandemic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can't be good for the uh, nasal passages no. Already, right, King, it's been real. It's been real. This is the whirlwind of an episode. I'm fully torqued right now. Hell yeah. Unhinged the vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, have a strong week, and I'll talk to you on Friday. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, hit our OnlyFans up and have a good week. Absolutely.